When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Smart TV with me, Kellyanne Taylor, and the lovely Caroline Frost. Hello. What is there to look out for on telly this week? Loads of good stuff. So we'll kick off with some drama. Um, everybody thought, oh, goodness me, how are we going to follow up a Happy Valley on Sunday night, BBC One, 9pm, you know, that fabled slot. But the BBC have managed it. I have to say, Neil Forsyth is the writer. I'm a big fan. He wrote previously The Guilt. He invented the iconic entrepreneur of burger vans in Broughty Ferry, who is Bob Servant. He has delivered six hours of smashing content, a real true life story. It's the Brinks Matt robbery of 1983. And the point he's made through his comedic, but also sometimes moving, but always just really scintillating telling is that as he told me in an interview for the Radio Times, if you've bought jewellery after 1983 in the UK, the chances are your gold has come from the Brinks Matt robbery because the tentacles of that robbery spread throughout society, high and low end. Criminals had to mix with businessmen, had to mix with lawyers. Everybody was corrupted and the police as well had to learn new tricks to cope with this unprecedented level of crime, which uh, meant they had to learn about money laundering as well. So Hugh Bonville stars. I'm not normally a fan, but even he I admire in this. Dominic Cooper, always brilliant. He plays a bent lawyer. And you've got other people like Jack Loudon, who plays Kenneth Noy, one of the criminals charged with laundering and melting the gold. So many people to watch out for. The script is great and you will find it. Even the diehard Happy Valley fans will find something to entertain them on a Sunday evening for the next six weeks. 
Oh, that sounds very good. That's on the front cover of Radio Times this week, I think. That is correct. Yes, we interviewed all the stars and the writer. Oh, so for more, you can pick up your copy from Tuesday. And what other drama do you have for me? The other one is Better, starring Andrew Buchan, who we also spoke to. So Andrew Buchan, people will remember from Broadchurch days, he played the grieving father of the missing boy. But He's very different in this. Uh, is he good or bad? Discuss. I think his his role will change over the next few weeks. This is filmed and set in Leeds, and he plays a sort of gangland kingpin who has got this, from teenage years, a very close, some might say unhealthy relationship with a very high-level copper. And the question is, is she properly corrupt forever, bent out of shape, or is at least one of them ready for redemption? It's really really good. The relationship between the pair of them, completely platonic, not too cliched, uh, is at the heart of this drama and it has much to recommend it. Uh, Not least, Andrew Buchan's very uh, questionable moral status, I would say. Oh, well, we do do love those kind of dramas, especially if we get a whiff of a bent copper, we're all Mm -hmm. in. I know, what is it? What is it? I have got something very different. So I have been feeling like I need a holiday. So I have gone searching for some armchair travel. So I've been watching From Scratch on Netflix, which stars Zoe Saldana, who you'll recognise from Avatar. Uh, She plays Amy, a 20-something American law student who goes to Florence in Italy to try her hand at making a living from art. And there she meets Lino, an Italian chef, and they fall in love and it's about making it work. And it is just beautiful shots of Florence and gorgeous shots of food and makes you feel like you're in Italy. So (laughs) it's based on a memoir. I have a feeling it's going to go downhill or get very sad very quickly. However, mm. uh, I would thoroughly recommend for some some a light spot of Europe. Is it? Is it? And my question is: mm. It sounds a bit Eat, Pray, Love meets Emily in Paris. Are the jokes better than Emily in Paris? And is the soul seeking a little bit more authentic than Eat, Pray, Love? Well, Caroline, you've hit the nail on the head. It is the same <laughs> sort of vibe. I didn't like Emily in Paris, right. but that is exactly the vibe. It's just done a little bit better. And she's a really good actress. So even though it's kind of this B-grade script, the background and the kind of cheesy love story that everyone's looking for in February is there. So come for the scenery, stay for the romance. Yeah, that's exactly it. Fair enough. Couldn't have said it better myself. Now, I think you have something slightly different for us, a documentary? Yes, so this is Chris Packham, who has previously made a very moving documentary about his own autism and his diagnosis of Asperger's. He's broadened his canvas because what he's discovered is that so many people have written to him since that documentary came out a few years ago, that clearly people are hungry for somebody in the public eye like Chris Packham to talk about this, to remove the stigma to make them feel less alone. And it's very moving because he works with a bunch of people. I think Ken Bruce's son is also in this documentary, Radio 2, formerly of this parish, um, talking about they, they share how their minds really work. They paint pictures, they use graphics. So every time, I mean, I know people who are on the spectrum and they've tried to explain to me just how different they, how differently they communicate, how differently they see the world. And of course, 
It's very hard to understand, but perhaps, and hopefully, this documentary will make great strides in painting those pictures so that perhaps everybody in the world can start to understand each other a bit better, including Chris Packham and his cohorts. Oh, wow. So back to me and back to some more armchair travel. Um, <laughs> Go on. So we've got Bethany Hughes' Treasures of the World, which is coming to Channel 4 on Saturday at 7pm. Um, so she returns with this second series of History Escapism shining a light on a lot of the neglected stories and unheard voices from the past. So she starts in Turkey at the underground cave cities, then goes on to visit a pilgrimage city, uh, which is believed to be the birthplace of Abraham. So it's all very exciting. And then we kind of get to see another UNESCO site. So it's it's really good. But I think at the forefront of this programme is Bethany herself, whose energy and enthusiasm for history is hard to resist. And she's so knowledgeable and makes it such a breath of fresh air to watch. So you're learning, but also... Was she the one who told Radio Times a couple of weeks ago, I think it's out today, that 30 years ago, if she'd gone to the BBC, mm. they would have said, A, no one's interested in history, and B, no one's interested in a woman presenting it. Yes. And you just you just see how much the world has hopefully evolved in that time. 100%. Because she's such a massive star. And as you say, the stories she tells are so convincing and interesting. So she she just proved them all wrong. Exactly. And that's it's that's a really nice article. And like you say, you know, I think often it's the underdogs or the things that you don't expect, but it's one of those programmes. You know, it's Saturday at 7pm. It's a good slot. Mm. And it's one that, yeah, I, I'd, I'd highly recommend. It's a journey of learning, but also, again, getting to explore somewhere where you might not have been. So that's a high recommendation from me. Lovely. What, what else do you have? I have, this is a bit more sobering. So this is Prue Leith, who we normally see chomping into a bit of cake and being very judgmental, which I like. This is her making a mm, controversial documentary with her son. It's called Prue and Danny's Death a Road Trip because Prue, who is in her 80s, is a strong believer in all of us having the right to make the decision as to end our own lives. Her son, Danny, who is an MP, is very anti this and thinks that it is open to exploitation, to corruption by mm, bad agents, family members, doctors. And he also thinks that the stress on people, uh, including doctors, once they know that, that an exit strategy is legal and permissible, will put pressure on them and their patients to make decisions that perhaps aren't in their best interest. So very interesting, controversial topic. And they go overseas to see how other countries deal with this, because, of course, the legislation is different if you go to somewhere like Canada, which they do, and also in parts of Europe. So the fact that they disagree so vehemently, mother and son, shows just how polarising this is. But the fact that they can talk about it and make a documentary about it together proves that it is up for discussion without necessarily falling out. Goodness. Well, that does sound very interesting. I mean, she's always a brilliant chat and very able to speak her mind. So I'd be really interested in, mm. in hearing that conversation. It's funny because she's only really been well known. Obviously, she's been uh, in, the, in the cookery world for a long time, mm. but she's really only come to the fore in the last few years, replacing Mary Berry on Old Bake Off. Yeah. And... Um, 
she's obviously had a lot to say for a long time. It's good to see her having a platform to share those opinions. Yeah, it's brilliant. And now we have a show that we spoke about a few weeks ago, but we wanted to give a little bit of general housekeeping update. Indeed. So The Twelve, which we mentioned, which is an Australian adaptation of a once Belgian crime drama, still available on Walter Presents platform on all four. But I have a feeling more eyeballs will land on the Aussie, the Antipodean Down Under version set in a Sydney courthouse. Sam Neill plays the defence lawyer, but the 12 refers to the jury. And each of the episodes, like its Belgian originator, focuses on each of those jury members in turn. I have to say, I think Aussies do drama very, very well. I used to live in Australia and, of course, they all soak up the best of the British stuff. And then the filmmakers out there say that they're influenced by us over here but I think that they have returned many great hits in return if you think about uh, what was that thing recently the newsreader really good still on iPlayer I should that add that was very good very good but this is up there as well Secret State I mean I could I could write a whole thesis on Australian drama but I do think that The Twelve is worth a watch even though I'm not always a fan for adaptation I think can't you think of something original but in this case worth a watch forgiven and where can we find that ITVX ITVX fabulous now over to my favourite part of the (laughs) chat tell me Caroline what is the one from the archive that people can dig out this is a quickie because people might remember this um, from not very long ago the archive is not a very deep archive but for those people including myself suffering from proper Sally Wainwright withdrawal symptoms after I have to say a very satisfying finale to Happy Valley. Scott and Bailey is all available also on ITVX. I think they've done a good job of mixing the new with the old on that platform and all of the series of Scott and Bailey. So Sally Wainwright's pen set in the north tick coppers, female coppers, in this case, Saran Jones and Leslie Sharp. And I think this can be seen as perhaps Sally Wainwright's warming up for what was to come. But all her tropes that we like so much, the dark stuff compared with the everyday humour, the everyday observations of which she is the master, they're all there. And uh, I think this is definitely for those missing out on some Happy Valley Uh, This is kind of like a little bit of a consolation. Perfect. That's all from us. As always, we will put the shows that we've discussed and where to find them in the show notes. And if you'd like to write in and let us know about any shows that you've watched after our recommendations and enjoyed or hated, do get in touch at podcasts at radiotimes.com. That's all from us this week. Happy viewing. Happy viewing. 